Good morning, City Church. This is City Church Together for Wednesday, September 23rd. Glad that you're joining us this morning as we are going to read and meditate on Isaiah chapter 55. Yesterday we read the first five verses, and today I want to pick up in verse 6 through 11. This is what Isaiah writes. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call to him while he is near. Let the wicked one abandon his way and the sinful one his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord so he may have compassion on him and to our God, for he will freely forgive. For my thoughts are not your thoughts and your ways are not my ways. This is the Lord's declaration. For as heaven is higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. For just as rain and snow fall from heaven and do not return there without saturating the earth and making it germinate and sprout and providing seed to sow and food to eat, so my word comes from my mouth, will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I please and will prosper in what I send it to do. And that is the word of the Lord from Isaiah 55. Now, as we turn to meditation on these verses, here are the things that strike me. Um, You remember the uh, opening of this chapter is that beautiful invitation to come uh, to a table and eat and uh, buy milk and wine and bread and water without price. Have your thirst quenched. And it's a it's a rebuke against the. the spending of our time and energy and money and resources and talent in order to get something that we think will satisfy us but will not. And it's this compassionate, free gift of God to come to the table, to experience, to attach to him his hesed, his, uh, his intimate loving kindness, um, to look him in the face eye to eye and be relational with him. So that was the start, and now we get... Um, uh, another plea, and uh, what I want to what I want you to notice today is the way that God's word has a role in this. Um, this is very interesting. So it starts in in verse six with "Seek the Lord while he may be found; call to him while he is near." Um, so this, you remember how it was kind of an urgent plea. Uh, we were talking about this. This sounds a lot like a parent to a child. Please listen to me. Please take in this wisdom. Please, if you could only see what I see, if you could only know what I know, you know, the way that parents are with our children, like just just listen to me. Please don't make the same mistake I did, um, uh, you know, where you want to kind of take control. So this is that uh, you want to take control of your kid and like make the decisions for them, but you know that you can't. So we're still in, as Isaiah writes from the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, that's still the, um, the, the kind of, um, plea and admonition that we're getting here. Uh, seek the Lord while he may be found. In other words, time can run out on you. Seek the Lord while he can be found. Call to him while he is near. In other words, there will be a time where he cannot be found. There will be a time where he will not be near. Let the wicked one abandon his way, the sinful one is thought. So now we're talking about repentance. And uh, notice how the sinful one is told to, to abandon his thoughts. Um, that, that may not only be thoughts about um, oh my goodness, I'm sinful, but thoughts about, oh my goodness, I'm sinful and there is no way back for me. 
Um, it is all the excuses that we would give that we are not welcome at God's table um, or not welcome with God's people or not welcome into God's covenant or promises. Um, we are not worthy of the gospel. Um, this, so these are the these are the voices that that the um, that Isaiah is trying to silence here in this prophecy. Let the wicked one abandon his way. The sinful one let go of his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord. Um, again, the, the picture of the prodigal son comes up here, uh, ab- abandoning his way, abandoning his thoughts and returning to the Lord so that he may have compassion, so that the Lord can have compassion on him. Isn't that a, a ridiculously positive way to put it? Sinners, abandon your thoughts. Sinful, uh, uh, wicked, abandon your way. And return to the Lord. Why? So that he can punish you? No. So that you'll have to go through a kind of, you know, guilt before he uh, before he restores you? No, 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 no. It is so that he may have compassion. That means with suffering. He, 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 he feels with you. So he may have compassion and to our God, uh, on him and to our God, for he will freely forgive. So that's the promise we're hanging on. Come to the table. Don't be afraid to come to God's table. Don't be afraid. This is not a trick. This is not a bait and switch. He's not offering you water, wine, milk, and bread without price. And then later he's going to trick you. No, no, no. It is. He will freely forgive. There's that idea of free. We just came off it in the last verses, come by without price. And now he will freely forgive. Okay. For my thoughts, are not your thoughts, and and your ways are not my ways. This is Lord's declaration. Okay, and then he talks about you know how 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 much higher God's thoughts are than and higher His ways are. Now, don't we often quote this verse? As it's been my experience that I often hear this verse quoted when there's something God does that I don't understand, and it is particularly negative. In other words, someone dies that I love very dearly, or maybe a child dies at a very young age. And often this verse is quoted, and that would not be wrong because I think the point that Isaiah is making here, the Holy Spirit through Isaiah is making here, is yes, God's, um, God knows something that we don't know. Yes, God, is, we, God does not operate the same way that we operate, and so there are things that God will do that are you know, somewhat befuddling to us. But notice how Isaiah is using it. Isaiah is saying God's ways are higher than ours. His thoughts are higher than ours. And and he is using that as the reason why God can do something nice for us. You don't, in other words, you don't understand that God can freely forgive you. You doubt that he's actually inviting you to the table to come for free. You don't believe that, that anybody gets a free pass. You don't believe that anybody could get a free meal. You don't believe, would God actually do this? The, in, in my egregious sin against God, if I come home, it's like, it's like the story of the prodigal son, the, the, um, the younger brother who was eating out of the pigsty after he'd wasted all of his father's inheritance. And he gets up and he thinks, well, my father, at least my father might hire me. 
And that's, that's sort of the best he could do. So he, he returns to his father saying, at least he will hire me and I can earn a wage. But his father blows him out of the water because his father's ways, thoughts were higher than his thoughts. His father's ways higher than his ways. And here, the higher and better thought is to freely forgive. That's incredible. It's to freely forgive. So listen, sinner, if you think, which that's all of us, If you think there is something you have done that is beyond the reach and forgiveness of God, I would implore you, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call to him while he is near. He will freely forgive. Abandon your way. Sinful, abandon your thoughts. He will freely forgive. And the explanation is because he's better than us. His ways are higher than ours. His thoughts are higher than ours. Now, here's the relationship to what he says, for just as the rain and snow fall from heaven, do not return there without saturating the earth and making it germinate and sprout. Okay, so that's a good thing. Rain falls from heaven and plants come up. It, it um, there, There's that picture of water bringing life that we read at the first of the chapter, providing seed to sow. And then, and then, so now we have this cycle. So all of the plants come up and they give seed to sow and they give also food to eat. So so now it's a it's a replenishing food source. So in other words, the word of God, what comes out of God's mouth, what he says is life-giving and ongoing and replenishing. Remember in the New Testament, um, uh, Jesus says, I, I will become a, a, a spring of water springing up inside of you. I remember, I don't old church song. I got a river of life flowing out of me. Like it's, it's, it's ever replenishing. And this is of course the nature and the role of the Holy spirit for the believer, but it's coming from his word. So my word comes from my mouth and will not return to me empty, but it will accommodate. You see the cyclical idea. It's going to return to me. Look at the cycle. Like the rain falls, plants germinate. Now there's seed to produce more plants that the rain will also help to germinate. And there is also, you can also take some of those vegetables and you can have, you know, collard greens. So there, there's food to eat and there's a cycle. And also my word returns to me, which of course, and you know, that's the, that's a rain cycle as well. It falls on the earth. It evaporates. It comes back up. It, it refalls. So we have this idea of cycle and, and God saying, I, I, my word is like the rain, and when it falls, my promise is like the rain, and when it falls, it will not come back to me empty. It will bring something up. There will be some fruit from it. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I please and will prosper in what I send it to do. And remember, God's word here, that so, so God is guaranteeing, he is promising with his word that I will freely forgive that there will be a banquet table that will refresh you. If you come to me and connect, said, attach my loving kindness, you sit across the table from me, you can enjoy me, you can enjoy choice foods, you can finally have the satisfaction you've been searching for that you've been trying to buy or earn. You can have that free. And whatever the list of sins is that you have, whatever the list of of identity markers that have let you down, whatever the long list of failures that you have, you can leave those behind and I will freely forgive. And then the links he goes to to say, you don't believe I'll do this? Here's what you don't understand about me. My ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And my word, what I say, doesn't return void. And I'm telling you this will happen. Isn't that a beautiful truth? To know that God is, is in this passage, that he is affirming to us his desire to freely forgive us. 
And of course, that only comes through the blood of Jesus Christ, the Word of God, the Word made flesh, who shed his blood and it fell to the earth. And it was the shedding of the, that, the, that blood that did spring up disciples. Unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and die, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. And so Jesus Christ is a grain of wheat that fell to the earth and died and bears much fruit. And so we, as we, as we seek the Lord and find him and respond to that offer, we also become a part of the rain that falls to the earth, the grain that falls to the earth and and dies, and yet it springs up new life. And somehow in that paradox, we are both, uh, that Paul brings up in Romans chapter 8, um, in other places to First Corinthians, that we, yes, we are dying all day long, but it is the way that we produce life. By, through sacrifice, as God refreshes us with living waters. God refreshes us with his presence, his Holy Spirit, his God refreshes us with his word. So we overflow and we become a part of that cycle, bringing life around us because his word flows out of us. As his word ministers to us, his word flows out of us to others. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call to him while he was near. Let the wicked one abandon his way and the sinful one his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord so he may have compassion on him. And to our God, for he will freely forgive. City Church, let's be silent as we thank God for his compassion and his forgiveness. Our Father, we sit just in that moment where you're not asking us to produce. Your banqueting table is not a potluck or you ask us to bring a side of mac and cheese or else we can't get in the party. You tell us to stop sort of psychologically beating ourselves up, telling ourselves that we could uh, maybe we could work for you, but there's no way you would receive us as your sons and daughters. No way you would receive us as your family. And you tell us, be quiet, I freely forgive. Seek me while I can be found. Get rid of those thoughts, you sinner. Wicked, abandon your ways. Abandon the fruitless ways that you are trying to get satisfaction and come and find life in me. You don't think I'll do it? Here's the reason why you can't understand, because my ways are higher than yours. My word, my promise never returns void. It only gives life So if you will stake, if we will stake our lives on your word, God, we can be sure, we can be sure that we will have the satisfaction and the overflow that we so desperately desire. Make that true about City Church. Make that true about me. Make that true about every one of these podcast listeners as they again today say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, today is yours. My life is yours. Today I will come to you. Today I will call out to you. Today I will sit at your table, said, attachment, face-to-face, relational love, and I will overflow that to the people around me. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. City Church, go and multiply the gospel.